Welcome to the Crowfall Podcast, where we share stories and perspectives from the world of Crowfall with your host, Chris and Walker. This is Walker. Join us today as we introduce ourselves, talk about why we're excited to play Crowfall, and why we're doing this podcast. This is Walker, and each week, like I said in the intro, I will be joined by my co-host, Chris. Chris, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here on this uh, inaugural episode. Yeah, for sure, man. So, um, yeah, I wanted to introduce uh, ourselves first. Um, we're both longtime MMO players and, and love fantasy books and, and just that whole genre of stuff. So um, why don't we actually start, and, and you can kind of describe uh, your background, what, what MMOs have you played? What's your background with them? Where are you at? Uh, well, I've been uh, playing video games since I was a kid, um, 30, 30 plus years. I mean, uh, ever since uh, I was able to pick up a controller, um, Atari, all the way up to, you know, PlayStation and on, computer gaming. Um, played every type of, of genre, uh, MMOs. Probably spent the most time in Dark Age of Camelot, um, which leads nicely into into Crowfall with the the PvP and everything. That's part of why I'm so excited about it. But um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's uh, RPGs are are really fun for me, and uh, I like leveling characters and being able to. Um, have that world PVP um, is definitely something I like, especially when you can have territory control, um, taking over castles. Um, I've done a lot of uh, <laughs> browser MMOs, uh, like tribal wars and different things, um, where it's more of like a kingdom type strategy overall gameplay as opposed to like a character that you're running around in a world in. Um, but I, I, I really like strategy games too. And so that lends itself to, you know, the PVP aspect, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, I mean, we've been playing games. So, I mean, just full disclosure, Chris and I have been best friends since we were little kids. So we've, we've grown up throughout our whole lives playing games together and beyond you know, the games you've mentioned, we also have played Star Wars Galaxies, right, which had territory yeah. control and open world PvP elements to it. Uh, we played Shadowbane back in the day. Now, to be clear, we didn't play Shadowbane for years and years or something, but we were there when it launched and and uh, played for a few months in that. As you mentioned, the the, the browser game experience, which is like an MMO RTS, is that that kind of genre? Yeah, uh, Eve. Yeah, Eve bit. Online. Yeah rift uh, i got into world of warcraft yeah. quite a bit so uh, mm-hmm. there's a there's a, 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 a the warhammer mmo <laughs> when that came oh, out yeah, i that always forget about that one <laughs> right so there really is a, a pretty significant wealth of of mmo experience and and certainly mmo pvp experience that being said i also you know we're not the we're not pros right <laughs> uh so no. it's also not meant to be the the I am the authority or I am whatever, but 
just a lot of perspective with it. And that's what we want to bring with the show here is, is talk about kind of the, the stories of what's happening in the game. And then also offer perspectives from the context that we have for, for these kind of games. Right. I was trying to think of a, a term for like, you know, Jack of all trades. I mean, we've just played a lot of different games throughout our life. So it's like easy to recognize certain mechanics and you know have a good base of knowledge to compare that to to other types of games and how that works yeah Um, even though you know we may not be masters of every game it's uh i don't know we're just familiar with all the different types of gameplay and genres and stuff yeah absolutely um and yeah really excited again about crowfall like you said excited about the pvp element of it i think that what they're doing to try and solve uh what quickly becomes a problem in most PvP sandbox-based MMOs, which is that if you're not there at the beginning, then you're just behind, right? Like every day mm-hmm. you're not playing, <laughs> you're just behind. And, I know. You know the, go ahead. That's the biggest uh, drawback of the MMO is, is that, that time pressure mm-hmm. where it feels like I have to log in every day um, and keep up with everything. And especially when there's, you know, certain events with the guild or everything, you know, you're carving out time to do everything. Yeah, there's just a, th- th- there can be a lot of time, and, and especially in a game where, you know, in a game like, let's let's take a World of Warcraft, for example. Yes, th- there is certainly, you can fall behind and not be at the level of gear that you need to be to be doing the, the latest content. But typically the patch cycles are long enough and and the content updates are long enough between that. Even if you miss a few weeks, you can come back and still catch back up and still complete the content. And maybe you're not server first or something, but ultimately you can still do everything. And and then you're kind of back to square one and caught up to everyone in a game like Crowfall, where the, the end game is PVP most oftentimes in, in, in the other versions of this, again, like Eve or Albion Online. Oh, there's another one we didn't mention that we played, Albion Online. Oh, yeah. Um, in, in, most of, in most of those, if you take three weeks off, again, you're just three weeks behind anyone else who played and didn't take that time off. And mm-hmm. it's literally impossible to make that time up because there are mechanics that are time-based, like your skill point accrual and things like that. Uh, and Crowfall by separating it up into different campaigns, it just it it's a really creative way to solve that, and I think a really creative way to keep the game fresh. MMOs suffer when they lose players, and and this is a way to really potentially make it so that a new players are consistently interested in trying it because they're not coming into something that they're four years behind on, you know. Yeah, and uh, you know, giving it uh, new life for established players. I mean. It's really interesting to me because it um, kind of functions like a browser MMO RTS where there's constantly um, new servers or, you know, new worlds being established. And so, you know, if you have a, a very powerful guild, you know, with a large power base, um, it tends to demoralize the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're not able to, you know, get more territory. There's just a stranglehold 
on the power and you're kind of just waiting for the world to end. I mean, in, in the browser MMO example, you know, in a new world to start. But um, in Crowfall, when you have the various campaigns coming out, there, there would always be a new campaign to even out the playing field again. Um, and, you know, you can switch between characters or whatever. And it seems like it would give it a nice uh, rotation where if you have a, a guild that's very dominant, well, it's they may be dominant for that campaign. But in a different campaign, when you have to start again at even, you know, things can change a lot, give it more dynamics. Yeah, well, it forces people to reestablish, to 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 resort themselves. So even if they're still in the same guild and they're still in the same chats together, if they have to go to a new map and, and regather resources and, you know, reclaim territory and whatever that looks like, it's going to it just offers more opportunity for there to be political splintering within these large groups. Um, And, and that's, that's really important (laughs) because, you know, Shadowbane that we played so long ago, that's what happened with it. Ultimately it was at least the server we were on uh, uh, one of these clans that that's a a clan that spans multiple games, right? It's like a gaming community almost more than it is a clan showed up and eventually they became the monolith on the server and, no one could could win, and eventually the developers got involved in trying to to help the little <laughs> people overthrow them, and it just turned bad quickly. In Eve Online, there was a, a a corporation, I think they're called. The guilds are called in Eve Online, but there was a, a guild in Eve Online that essentially held power, and it might have been a you know an alliance of guilds, but whatever that held power for a few years and they were tyrannical and, you know, kind of got away with whatever they wanted. And it took, it took a guy running a casino outside of the game, but where people could bet their Eve online money. (laughs) (laughs) This guy creates a third party casino website, siphons all this money out of people gambling at his casino and then pays ultimately this enormous mercenary army to overthrow this tyrannical (laughs) corporation government that's in place, which is a cool story, Mm -hmm. except that, wow, that's a really, really, really extreme solution. Mm -hmm. And again, it was years before this power struggle shifted. Right. And in Crowfall, I just don't think we're going to run into that. I don't think you're going to see one monolithic group dominate for years they might dominate one or two campaigns in a row but i just don't think you're going to see one that just dominates every campaign forever uh, and i think that's really exciting yeah and you know um also giving the the campaigns an end goal where you know everyone could be working towards a specific goal to win the campaign um when you're dealing with you know, like in Eve, where you've got this this grand world um, that's persistent. I mean, you may get those power shifts, but then it's like there's no incentive for an underdog to be like, well, maybe if we get our group together, get real organized, we could win a campaign or something shorter. Mm-hmm. Um when the scope is so big, it's hard to feel 
that motivation of the underdog to be able to, well, it's like we're never going to get to that point where we can overthrow that huge corporation, the amount of organization it would take and the amount of people that we need were just not there, maybe. But if you could get a solid group, you know, working well together, there's a, a chance that you could win a campaign at some point, you know, with the conditions being right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of really excited about seeing that play out. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to see how, how it'll all unfold as well. I guess I should have been clear up front. We're, we're recording this before the game is actually released in live. Um, and we've actually, we're kind of, we're kind of treating it. It's kind of like when you don't watch a, a movie trailer very much even. <laughs> now to be clear, we've obviously, we know something about the game, but uh, I didn't, while we have access to the closed bait, I haven't spent hardly any time at all. Because yeah. um, I just want it to be a fresh, I want to, I want to expend all of my, wow, this is novel energy in the live mm-hmm. version of the game, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for so many years, um, since Camelot was over, I was, I've wanted some type of, you know, world PvP experience. Um, and then also being able to start that game from day one, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being able to see that happen. I mean, it was several years before I had heard about Eve and everything was already established. And as you know, I was like, I'm, I kind of lean more towards the fantasy than the space sci-fi. Um, just, you know, in games that I like. But um, yeah, I, day one and world PvP, like, I don't know, amazing. Yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're really excited to to jump into Crowfall, uh, and like I said in the intro, you guys can expect, you know, again stories and perspectives um, from the world and just about the game as it develops. You know, we'll talk about patch notes when they come out. We'll talk about the direction of the game. Talk about stories happening within, you know, within the game world. Uh, but we're just really, really excited to play Crowfall, and really, really excited to to make this podcast and and kind of be a part of the community and share our thoughts and, and insights with it about you guys. Uh, Chris, was there anything else you wanted to, to touch on here while we're here for this, this first episode? I think that covers it for now. I mean, I'm waiting to get into the game and then, you know, see how everything plays and be able to, you know, talk a little bit more about that on a foundational level. Right, guys well that's going to do it for today's episode thank you so much for listening you can find all of our social links in the show notes uh, so you can find us on minds and twitter but again those links are there in the show notes for you um, thanks again for listening look forward to seeing for episode two